We're in Birmingham as part of our focus on the Midlands, and we've come to, to Burning Soul for a little um, sit down with Rich to, to talk right, about the beers. How, how are you doing? Yeah, we're well, good, man. Um, fresh off of uh, a win at the uh, Indie Man, yeah, you yeah. won the, the Thursday Games this year. Yeah, yeah. Con- congratulations. Yeah, well oh, done, congrats. No, uh, no, we've had a little look at the trophy, which yeah. is a fantastic piece <laughs> of art. It's a thing to behold. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> there will be pictures. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so what beers did you take up to Indie Man? Uh, so we took a barrel aged coconut porter, which has only been there a month. So we want to sit on it a bit longer. We're going to release it properly at Christmas. But we had a little taste. It was tasting amazing, and we obviously had to take our A game to Indyman. So kegged some of that up, uh, got it ready in time. And then we also took a Citron Rillo Sour, which we just started testing out, doing some sours. It's tasting really good as well. So wanted to see what people thought. Mm-hmm. Thought it would be a good one to test out. And we also took our Belgian IPA, which... We've done quite a few bigger brews up now, so we're getting used to getting used to that one, tweaking it in. And, yeah. Okay, well, I mean we've got the Belgium IPA here, so yeah. perhaps we should uh, give, give it a go. A cheers. So cheers, cheers, Rich. Cheers, man. Cheers, I mean, I had a little taste earlier, and you really get that sort of Belgiumy feeling on the nose, don't you? The yeah. little bit of funk. It's it's a very soft. Yeah. Has yeah. it got like that barnyard kind of that's, that's version it. coming on? Yeah. But so, then it really does go into the hops afterwards. Yeah, there's a little bit of sweetness up yeah. front as, as well, which is which is really nice and balances out really well with the aroma. And then, like you say, then the hops kick in and, and you get the, the nice bit of finish on, on, on it. It's, it's really well balanced. So yeah. what, what was the inspiration for, for this beer? So actually inspired because one of my favourite like go-to cheap beers is uh, Cali Belgique that stoned it. So yeah. like, I went, when I went to Berlin visited there and... Uh, chatting to the guy and I was like what would you do differently for your Belgian IPA he's like it's just stone IPA and we, we use a Belgian yeast but is that really that's so that's, simple that's their that is, that's their that, that's the turning point is the, is the yeast the yeast that's all they do so the standard, yeah. standard stone IPA is in Cali Belgium exactly the same recipe because I, mean, I mean we've both had the Cali Belgium and I think you've enjoyed that one as well haven't you Steve uh, I have yeah yeah. so yeah there must be something in there so okay so you, how long did you to get to the version we're on now so yeah. How many efforts did it take? Uh, it actually like was a win straight out the door because we took uh, ROCT IPA, which is basically our main IPA as well. O- OCT? OCT IPA. I'm sure we said it was... We, we called it Oct, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Either or. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really matter. So yeah, when we got, when we got back, tested that out, uh, tried it with the Belgian yeast and we put it on the tap room and yeah, it was tasting. And, and this was really created as a, yeah, yeah. as a... Yeah, I mean, this, this comes out at 6.2, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, 6.2. It's, a re- it's really soft and... Rather very drinkable, it doesn't isn't it? Drink no. 6.2. No. No, 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 no. So no, I mean that's really so, yeah. nice. So, 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 was there a particular favourite of the three beers you had at Indie Man yourself, or the punters? Did they express yeah, an opinion? Yeah, the the coconut porter was definitely the one. Like the barrel aged version of it just tastes amazing. It makes me just want to get as many barrels as we can and just fill them up with coconut porter. So the one you've got on <laughs> tap in the tap room, which is where we are today, yeah, that's, that's the non barrel aged version. It, that's, that's the normal one. Exactly, you, exactly the same beer that's in the barrel. It's the same yeah. like batch. But you're just but, aging it in the barrel. Yeah, that's it. So presumably it's adding a bit of that richness and velvety. Yeah, it just makes it really smooth. You get like vanilla notes, a little bit of. Does the coconut whiskey. tail off a bit then? No, it's still. Uh. It, it's interestingly, it's still kind of strong. Well, you're not a fan. <laughs> just, I, don't, I don't get some people. I, don't, I really don't. Damn. I don't understand. It's, it. it's, 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 it's balanced in there. It's not like a huge coconut. I think it's just one of, it's one of those. Yeah. Well, me and Steve are probably one of those few that we really agree on so it's, it's like anything if you pick out a flavour you don't like it's always, yeah. it, it seems to come to the fore doesn't it yeah yeah, yeah. 
and that one that one's just one of the ones for me but I mean Michelle the girlfriend loves coconut <laughs> coconut waters so um, okay so you, you you won the first two games at Indie Man 2017 yeah. so what's next for Burning Soul uh, we just want to keep developing our beers keep trying stuff out here mainly and now that we've got uh, we only had the one conditioning tank originally which like really slowed down our production and while we were still getting used to brewing on a full scale kit we wanted to like get our recipes down get get it working get our system working properly so now we can try like a lot more exciting stuff okay so it's effectively your pilot pilot kit then. yeah yeah so, so we've been using our pilot kit but yeah now we can start getting more of those recipes that we have here out to the bars and stuff any any chance of upscaling because I mean we spoke a little bit before we started chatting on air and one of the things I said is that we don't really see your beers go that yeah. far afield yet you've got a very good reputation but the reputation's not getting out very far yeah yeah so, so yeah now that we've got the two tanks we've started putting our kegs on the Ibria trade yep. as well so first week this week and we, we sent out about 20 kegs which has almost cleared us out but yeah that you're going to see a lot more of our stuff around the UK rather than just in Birmingham now. Okay, that that's good. cool. And you must have seen an, uh, an increase in interest following the, the <laughs> publicity from <laughs> yeah, Indie yeah, Man. Yeah, de- definitely. Well, it really runs for us beforehand to say, like, we want to have your stuff in stock, yeah. you know, for, for, for while the Indie, Indie Man's going on. And, yeah, afterwards, I think they've been, like, telling people about it, so it's been good. So it's, it's worth doing, then, the third, the first game. Absolutely, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. Is that actually my missus who like signed us up to it? And oh really? Yeah, yeah. And then so we got. And we got then told the you afterwards. Yeah, we got the invite to come through, like send beers. I was like, well, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> we get to go to. In- well, we get to send beers to. And, get and then we get to, to go to Indie Man as well. Yeah. So, so did you get? It, I know you were probably working most of the time, but did you get to have a bit more wander around as well? Yeah, no, because there was like six of us. So it was us, Affinity, and Little Earth, and there was like two from each brewery, basically. Uh, so there was way more people on the bar than needed to be there. So we all had a great time. We all got to go go round, mingle, talk to everyone. So the, it's an awesome place, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's awesome, very. I mean, it's been some really good feedback from this year's one. Yeah, a lot of people saying best yet. Yeah. Which I'm trying my hardest not to get upset about. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you guys been around? Because like I said, don't really see much about you. So some uh, of the history behind it. So yeah, we here he is. <laughs> <laughs> so we started uh, five years ago home brewing and we after a year in that we was like yeah we're going to start our own brewery uh, we actually bought some kit two years ago some of the stuff that's down the back we already had yep. um, it's just been in my nan's garage for years and we're like we're going to do it we're going to go go for it and then it just took a while until we actually did so it was a year ago when we actually moved in so you've only actually been brewing for a year yeah like yeah. Commercially, on this, on this yeah, we've yeah. been brewing for a year. So it was our taproom birthday, the 1st of October. Mm-hmm. So, and that was when we really started. So, and before that, what was it? Home brewing or, or yeah, brewing yeah. in your shed? So, and yeah, it was mostly home brewing. Did yeah. do like a short stint at another brewery for like three months. Uh, and then we quickly realised that I wasn't going to be able to do get the creativity that I actually wanted to do in brewing. So. And do you find the taproom is a, both a valuable source of income as well as like immediate feedback? Yeah, yeah. No, it's... Like definitely any brewer that's starting I'd recommend getting a taproom because we actually had hype about our beers locally before we even could make them on the full scale kit yeah. so people would come here enjoying like the small batch stuff and then by the time we were actually ready to sell we already had a load of customers waiting to actually want to pick up our beers which is great do you find they come back? yeah yeah no, on a regular basis yeah. I mean we're on an industrial estate for anyone who doesn't know where we are I mean, <laughs> about 20 minutes walk from the from New Street train station yeah, I reckon that. yeah 
tram broke down today. It's, it's that, easy that, enough, that was down easy to me. enough to get here. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're up here this weekend because we're, we've been doing a few shows about the Midlands and, and, and the beer scene uh, around here and how, how maybe sometimes it's, it's a little bit overlooked. But what's your view on... On, on, on that, do you, do you think the scene's overlooked, or, or do you think I it's? Don't know. I don't know. I think it's just young. It's just getting started, really. But it's definitely getting more exciting. Uh, when we first opened up, we found out the vault was open up down the road. Uh, there's plenty of, like new bars. You got Tilt as well, who do like amazing beers. They always get like the best. Is that beers. the pinball place? Yeah, the pinball place. Yeah. Do good coffees. Uh, there's Clink. They've just opened a second bar as well, uh, the Paper Duck. So there's loads of new bars opening up. I think it's really going to develop. So, become, so you just think it's, really it just needs a little bit more time to That's get, it. No, get to think, a position of maturity? Yeah, yeah. And when I look back, I think if we opened up sooner, we kind of would have been before the bubble and we wouldn't have had as much interest. It would have been harder for us. I think we just we opened just at the right time when it's getting exciting. I mean, some of it is all down to timing, isn't yeah, it? I mean, yeah. you know, but I mean, if it starts to pick up, what you find is these sort of things then grow organically anyway. People see That's there's it. an interest, so they open somewhere. Yeah. Someone else opens somewhere. Exactly. And then before you know it, you've got more breweries, more bars, and people might actually visit as a, a, a beer destination. Yeah. Well, tell us about the second beer we've got then that you've, uh, you've poured for us. Uh, yes, this is our triple IPA. It's 10%. has a citra... Uh, mosaic and Nelson Southern. Oh, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Well, two, two of our two of our favourite hops yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now we've been we've been testing out double IPAs for a while. We're trying to like really get it right. Some of them are coming out a bit too sweet. Some some are just not happy enough. Whereas this one, I'm really happy about this going. It's probably the best one we've done so far. That's that's just incredible. Yes, yeah. uh, <laughs> just it is. It's full of flavour. Um, the, the minute you take a first sip of it, you're getting this lovely soft citrus fruit going on in there, and, and it just comes through. And the, none of the 10%. <laughs> none, none, yeah. none of the 10%. Oh, no, the, 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 there's a, there's a little bit of bitterness at the end, but it's just so well balanced. That finish is just perfect mm. on it. That's just a little bit of dryness at the end as well. Yeah. Just enough to go, I need to quench my thirst again <laughs> with a 10% <laughs> with, with, bit. With another <laughs> That's it. So, so where where do you go now? You've you've, you've won you, you've won the thirsty games. You're, you've got your tap room open. You've been here for a year. You're obviously getting out into local bars as well. What's 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 next for Burning Soul? Yeah, we just want to keep growing steadily. We're not looking to like take over the world or anything. We just want to like maybe get a couple more tanks over this year and just start stretching out a bit further, getting beers a bit more around the UK. And have you got scope in the present premises to yeah, put yeah. in more tanks? So we probably should have went higher with the tanks because we've got like loads of headspace. Yeah. So on next tanks we order, we're probably going to look to get taller, taller, thinner tanks. Oh, okay, so use yeah. the the height of That's the building. But it. it's actually Logan Plant was talking about it at uh, Indyman, and he was saying like how you set your brewery out, and he says if you've got an amount of space, you need to utilise that space now. He's like you need to like however big that tank is, you can go higher. It's a bit like you, a skyscraper in a, in a, in you a city. You can go up. Yeah, yeah. So he says utilise that floor space as best you can. It's so, good advice. <laughs> Sounds obvious, but yeah, I suppose yeah, it is. Uh, I, mean, I suppose when you first set up, it's not no, obvious, though, is no, it? I don't know. When he said that, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, damn. Because <laughs> now we've got like, all these stubby Yeah, and you've got in and, like, that same space again above yeah, it, haven't you? So exactly. that, that little look works really well, don't it, on pop, yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Visuals. Yeah. Visuals work really well on, a, on an audio production. Um, so your tap room's only open Friday and Saturdays at the yeah, moment? Yeah, Friday is one to, uh, one to, no, Friday is four to eight, uh, Saturday is one to eight. 
Okay, and what, what what we'll do is we'll put a link in the show notes so people know where to to, to find you. Yep. As as well. But um, yeah, thanks for thanks for chatting to us today. Yeah, um, man, congratulations thanks. again on the win. Yeah, thanks for opening and, up early as well. Yeah, oh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.